0: Welcome to Four Thoughts of Our Founders, the podcast for the Higher Education Leadership Foundation. We are practitioners, scholars, administrators, and researchers seeking to find like-minded individuals committed to creating rich cultural capital for the sole benefit of this space. Most importantly, we at Health describe ourselves as zealots of this sacred space. Today is a really special day. I'm flying with a partner in the sky, one of the founders of the Higher Education Leadership Foundation. He's the 22nd president of Wilberforce University and one of the founders of health, as I just mentioned. Welcome, Dr. Elford. Anthony Pinkard,
1: what's going on, Thank brother? Thank you, my brother. I'm well. How are you, my brother?
0: Man, Thank I'm hanging you. in there, brother. Just trying to, just trying to stay alive, man.
1: Absolutely, aren't we all? Aren't yes, we sir. All?
0: I miss you, brother. I miss
1: you as well. Uh, we're in
0: this together. Yes, so. we are. Yes, we are. Yes, and in Ohio, uh, w- what's the weather like
1: uh, in Zenith? It is uh, today. Was a very nice day. Today okay, was about sixty degrees. Um, it was sunny. It was a beautiful day. The trees are beginning to bloom, flowers are beginning to bloom. So, we're just at the cusp of spring. And, uh, you know, as I was leaving campus, uh, the only one on campus, mm-hmm. I uh, was just sort of lamenting the fact that we we're all sort of uh, not able to take full advantage of how beautiful it is, um, you know, it was today. Because, you know, we're all sheltering in as best we can. And so, uh, but. The weather's nice. It's a, it's a, we're right at the beginning of spring, so we'll have a few more cool days, and then it'll be hot, and, and everything will be in full bloom. So I think nice. in a lot but, uh, of I think mm-hmm. in a lot
0: of ways, Tony, um, and for the listeners, I happen to have the great privilege of being a friend. <laughs> And so uh, you'll yeah, hear me absolutely. call him Tony um, absolutely. and uh, yeah. uh, with great respect, though. But um, yeah. I think in a lot of ways, Tony, it's really mm-hmm. hard to understand what is going on because, uh, you know, it's so beautiful outside now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and and yeah. you get a chance now to appreciate so much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. we weren't able to because we were in the rat race.
1: Absolutely, you know, running and preoccupied, yes. and and just managing things and handling things, and just not uh, being able to appreciate what we have. And so, in the in the, in an odd sort of way, this incredible pandemic, which is really really sad and tragic, and and how it's uh, taking the lives of people and really making people very sick, um, there's also this this opportunity that we have to slow down and to. Really appreciate the other people in our lives, and um, really just sort of uh, take stock and uh, just be still. I guess is what um, what we are now forced to do. And so, I'm sure the world will be changed as a result of this, and we will all be changed as a result of this experience, because um, it's um, it's an incredible. It's a one, This is a once in a lifetime experience. No one has. No one alive has ever experienced. Uh, this, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been reading a lot about the uh, 1918 Spanish the flu, flu pandemic. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would imagine that um, the the last group of people that may have been alive in 1918, but they were they were if they're if they're alive today, they would be 101. Yeah. So they, would, they very were few. Children that, very few, Very few. Yeah. And probably uh, re- that's right
0: probably uh, too young
1: to even remember yeah, to, to even remember that mm-hmm. so no one alive has experienced what we're experiencing now where the entire world has been uh, is a pandemic yeah so and, uh, so it's just incredible it's just you know it's just surreal and know,
0: so. they had no technology
1: no so it imagine how many lives
0: we're lost, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if we were in this space where we did not have the technology, man, it, it would be
2: bad, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: to your point, before yeah. we we find some other stuff to talk about, I mm-hmm. um, I was having a conversation with McCullough, President Abdullah of Virginia mm-hmm. State, and mm-hmm. he and I were talking, he had sent me a clip about Malcolm Gladwell's um, untold stories about David and Goliath. And, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I, we had reconnected because he wanted to know what I thought about it. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I was just telling him we talked about that. And then I was telling him how I could go on and on about the lessons learned, but I ended our conversation with just telling them that I was, you know, really grateful beyond measure um, mm-hmm. for this period to just slow down and reimagine mm-hmm. life and, mm-hmm. and my relationships and mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, out of nowhere I I had this this um, the gumption to say that I really wanted to transfer even my transactional relationships into meaningful ones
1: hmm mm-hmm. and and yeah, to learn powerful. more,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. um,
0: yeah. I think if you're not in a place of reflection at this very moment, mm-hmm. some shit ain't right with
1: you. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know that when you're ever you're faced with contrast, it always makes wherever you are into bolder focus. So, yeah. you know, we may not all want to admit it, but there is a sense of of we're all sort of walking around either consciously or unconsciously thinking that this uh, pandemic, this, this virus, I might get it. Oh, you see I, we're, every we are, we're day. all vulnerable. That's right. Every and day. so with that, that reality, whether we admit it consciously or not, there's a sense of, of making of our lives being even in bolder focus in terms of what, what we want those, li- our lives to be. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of like uh, when black is, is next to white, white is whiter and black is blacker. Oh, you know, it's, yes. it's that sort of when, when two contrasts are mm-hmm. together. Poverty uh, and wealth. That's, that's right. Yep. It's the, the the essence of the things are in bolder focus because they're juxtaposed to their opposite. So, yeah. you know, we're all walking around here with this, this idea that uh, this, virus is, we're all vulnerable. I think most of us are scared be. as shit, uh, to absolutely. be quite honest with you. Um. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> you know? I know and I am. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you're in a high-risk group, uh, then that even makes it both even more um, frightening. Uh, I have the benefit, and I don't, I mean, the the benefit, I say, you know, sort of loosely, of living in a rural area where there's just not a whole lot of people around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, there's just not a lot of people around. No. And so it's easy to just, you know, stay six feet away and and there's just
0: not a lot of people around. And and for me, the normalcy that I crave because I'm a creature mm -hmm. of habit, Um, Mm -hmm. I, I get to walk out of my front door and in 30 Mm -hmm. seconds, be in my
2: office. Mm -hmm. And so
0: it, this, this in a lot of ways keeps me in this phrase or this stage Mm -hmm. of normalcy. Mm -hmm. And and that's desperate for me, desperately needed Mm -hmm. when I'm I'm nervous, I'm scared. I I was having a conversation with a friend who I mm-hmm. might have to rethink whether I want these, whether I want to get rid of uh, some uh, really good relationships and make them transactional, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this person is a Christian and mm-hmm. was saying uh, that he's not afraid right now because Jesus told him, his the way his relate, these, these are his exact words you know mm-hmm. the way my relationship is with God I if I sit intently enough I can hear him and I was mm-hmm. thinking okay he's getting ready to say something really profound mm-hmm. and so he says I'm not I'm not into the mask and I'm not into the gloves my God has told me I will be okay and mm. I thought at that moment I said well Herman you can respond or you can mm-hmm. just nod and keep the party mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. and go walk the turtle. So I chose mm-hmm. to go walk the turtle. I say <laughs> hey, I got to go man I got this turtle moving real quick. Yeah. I need to go because I yeah. you know I yeah. understand relationships about faith in God and I'm not yeah. you know sanctimonious, but I do yeah. believe that God somewhere in the scripture tells us to be prudent and practical. Absolutely, um, and uh, that's
1: right. uh, <laughs> so, And it's given us knowledge, and it's given us technology to be prudent and practical. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I trust yeah, Jesus, but I don't trust leader. him to drive the car
0: while I'm driving either. Yeah, and, so, and,
1: and you know the old saying is, that "The Lord helps those who help themselves." Absolutely. So, you know, you got to, you got to uh, meet him halfway. Yeah, 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 of, yeah. Taking, yeah. taking, taking full I mean he'd had he'd, we we have been given rational thought mm-hmm. and and uh, free will we, and, and an intellect we we've, we've been given all of those as gifts and I suspect we've been given those to, to use them and uh, so it um, yeah, uh yeah I hear you I, I I probably would react <laughs> the same way Yeah no I had to go know. I knew it was it yeah. was it,
0: yeah, yeah. it felt like 20 seconds, but it was only like mm-hmm. 10, two seconds, maybe three seconds mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. when he said what he said and me getting off the phone, because- And then you,
1: mm-hmm. go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I, I just, off? it was it was,
0: <laughs> it was immediate, my response, like, oh yeah. no, I'm not going down this road because yeah. it's going to be bad. Uh, yeah. but, but I get it, you know, those mm-hmm. folk that sure. have faith, I completely get it, sure. but I'm scared as yeah. shit. And I talk to Jesus yeah. every day. Um, mm-hmm. And but but mm-hmm. but and particularly after having a member of our family campus yeah. family to um, come to this virus, right. you know, it's been, guy very who's, real for you yeah, been on our right. campus for 42 years, a person mm. who I talked to mm. every day
2: um, mm. and
0: was the only person that would mm. make me come downstairs as opposed to walking up the stairs. Mm-hmm. But he's an elder. He's a, he's mm-hmm. the elder statesman on our campus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I knew I was striking the right tone whenever I mm-hmm. was in chapel. If he was sitting with his legs crossed, and his mm-hmm. head was nodding in an affirming mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. I, I knew that I was mm-hmm. where I needed to be. Mm-hmm.
2: And I could mm-hmm. tell when he
0: was not enjoying chapel um, if mm-hmm. we were doing, if I was letting the students quote unquote run amok. Um, mm-hmm. he'd have this look of disgust on his face mm-hmm. um, but 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 that that hits a little different yeah. as the folks say yeah um, absolutely. when it's when it's in your backyard
1: absolutely absolutely i'm sure i saw on you all tapes a little bit of the um the singing in the just the quiet uh when you went to his widow to his home yeah uh did, did you know that someone posted a little bit of that on that Facebook? was actually me that was me. oh you oh, yeah, yeah. It was that was me moving. so was very,
0: yeah. you know mm-hmm. when you learn that like we knew that he was in a hospital and we knew like what it was based on the symptoms mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. B- uh, and we knew that he had underlying issues as well and so we knew that it was going to be tough but she did not see her husband for nine days like she couldn't get in the ambulance she went to the hospital and they said no you can't come in so the last time she saw her husband he was struggling to breathe
1: Mm,
2: mm, mm. And they'd
0: been together for 43, 44 mm. years.
1: Yeah Yeah, they say that that's the, that's the other um, sort of um, tragedy of this is among many tragedies is that people like what you just described, people who are not able to be with their loved ones when their loved ones are uh, at the last at the, at the last moments of their lives, they are just not able to be there and um, people are dying alone and just because of it so there's just so many layers of uh, of sadness about uh, about all this yeah. and um,
0: yeah so it's been a, <laughs> but, it's, it's been a uh, fascinating time to lead as well wouldn't you mm-hmm, say it has yes absolutely the gravity, the gravity of right. these decisions yeah. um, mm-hmm. has been just phenomenal. Anything mm-hmm. um, before we get into a particular conversation, anything that sticks out to you about um, moments of solitude while you were mm-hmm. getting ready to make decisions or
1: anything um, that well, you'd like to just, share? Just wanted to make sure that uh, the our students, particularly, because they are the vulnerable ones. I mean, although none of us have experienced any of this, including the adults in our lives, none of us. But our young people—this is the very first time in many of their, most of their lives, I would say—that they have faced this sort of, of just gut-wrenching emotional experience and all of what it involves. Uh, so they're no longer at school; they are, which is which is comfortable for them. This is who they are—they're students. How they define themselves at this particular part of their portion in their at this particular point in their lives. Now they're back home. Many of our students were saying to us that I can't go back there. I don't want to go back there. And I knew what the meta message was in that that this is not a healthy place for me. Mm -hmm. But we had no choice. They had to go. And so I'm always trying to think of what ways can I reach out to them uh, to say to them, you know, we miss you. We love you all. You all are cherished take care of yourselves now, we're preparing for you all to come back and, um, and we and, and, and to make decisions that uh, will keep the well-being and the health and safety of, of the entire campus community uh, at the forefront. And so when I, when I realize that I have the responsibility to keep the university safe mm-hmm. and uh, then it makes some of the more difficult decisions that I've had to make over the last several, days it makes them a little bit easier to make because I know ultimately why I'm making these decisions as difficult as they are yes. but they are to keep the university and the university community safe yes And uh, I think probably all of us faced the very first decision which was to to, to um, suspend uh, campus operations and, and say to our young people you have to leave campus you have to you have to go home. this is not safe. And we were doing that uh, in many instances, before there were any mandates coming out of our governor's offices or from uh, even the public health officials. So that 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 really complicated the situation. Absolutely. People Mm -hmm. thought, you know, you're being a little bit dramatic about this. What's going on? And we can't go. And why can't we stay? And (laughs) and all of that. And uh, and now we realize that uh, we were doing the right thing. But uh, then at that time, it didn't feel that way. And uh, depending on who you were listening to, you may have not even gotten any support. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, parents calling, "What are you doing, students?" Um, saying, "Well, why are we doing this?" And and so um, it has been um, it has been a very um, difficult time to make uh, difficult decisions. But in some ways, we are we're supported because the whole world is doing this. Yes. That's the thing that, that we have that cover, if you will. Not, and maybe cover is the wrong word to use. Uh, but we have that, well, cover. I mean, no, I cover of is precise. Cover. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody else, we're doing nothing that everyone else is not doing. We're doing what? nothing. We're keeping, trying to keep our community safe, and we are using the most available uh, information from public health officials. We're following uh, mandates that are coming out of our governor's office. And, um, and this is what we're told to do. And we have to do it. So
0: Aristotle, um, Aristotle mm-hmm. said it best. Public administrators mm-hmm. are to be
1: prudent. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And, yes. And cover is the precise word yeah. to use because you were under fire. Mm, yes. Be, be, yes because of the decision that you made mm-hmm. and yeah i yeah. i circle back with my cabinet
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh because i feel like um this is also a teachable moment in leadership in where mm-hmm. I, there was no synergy when i i knew on the 28th of mm-hmm. february what we were going to do mm-hmm. but i try not to be autocratic mm-hmm. um and I circled back with each of them and said, okay, this is over with at least the first phase. Tell me what your thoughts were when I told you guys on the 28th that we really need to consider closing the campus mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. to a man and woman, or rather mm-hmm. I should say to a woman and man, mm-hmm. uh, because there are more women on my cabinet than men. Um, mm-hmm. They all said, oh, I thought you were crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. They didn't have the information that you had. Well, you know, they Mm -hmm. didn't, but they had access to it. Mm -hmm. And this is why I think it's so important when you are a senior administrator,
2: Mm an officer of the
0: college, it is your business to know everything that the president knows.
1: Yeah. You should.
0: You should Mm -hmm. never walk into a meeting with him, particularly Mm -hmm. when it deals with your area. Well, mm-hmm. Because COVID-19 was a global pandemic in February, mm-hmm. um, you should have known and and thought as a president, because I don't think people are happy with just being vice presidents. Most of them aren't. Most of them have aspirations mm-hmm. and therefore they should be thinking as though they were uh, the mm-hmm. chief executive officer you should have been thinking about the implications, far ranging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always tell people to have one extreme outlandish thought about a scenario mm-hmm. and how to, mm-hmm. um, you know, deal with it and then find the mm-hmm. middle of the road and be practical and then be conservative. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's good advice. That's really
1: innovation.
0: Well, I, that's, that's what it is, Tony. Mm-hmm. It's innovation, but but having to yeah. deal with this, none of us have a blueprint for it. it nope. is crisis management. We've nope. not had to deal with these facts, but mm-hmm. what we do know is how to deal with crisis management. Mm-hmm. We do mm-hmm. know how to do that. So absolutely. Um, yeah. So I I just and thought then- it was good to just hear um you know a moment where you may have uh, had some some consternation, but went into. Mm-hmm special space and, yeah. um,
1: yeah, yeah. One of the things I have had to do, uh, though, and this is really new for me. Um, uh, cause I've never had any poems taking care of myself. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been, uh, one might say a bit self-absorbed all of my life and I think I know <laughs> how to take care of me and I do not uh, apologize for that, but I've had to remind myself during this period to take care of myself. Yes, sir. Uh, not that I'm abusing myself or anything like that. I mean, I'm getting enough rest and, and uh, eating right and, and that sort of thing. But I had to remind myself to take care of myself doing it because I'm going through this as well. And, um, you know, stress is very insidious in that you don't know, you feel as though you're all right. But uh, you could be under incredible stress and it wreaks havoc with your body and your health. And you're not know, realizing until it's too late. And so I've been a little bit more conscious of that during this period because I know that this is a difficult period. So I've had to remind myself to to uh, just be kind to myself. You know?
0: Well, so, yeah. that that's one of those things that we don't have the luxury of doing uh, any the time, to be yeah. quite honest with you, Tony. That's because true. you know I'm not suggesting that presidents are the only people that take on um this this uh posture but when mm-hmm. you become the president you never get time off i remember being a vice president at living and when i left i left i was done mm-hmm. with work that was it True. Sure. i was done that's with right. it until the next morning that's right but that's man right. you and you had that luxury i had that's that right. luxury i did that's my job right. i worked extremely hard mm-hmm at work i did what i needed Mm -hmm. to do went well above uh the call of Mm -hmm. duty but when i went home i didn't have um you know i didn't have the cares and i remember Mm -hmm. distinctively dr jenkins jimmy r jenkins senior at livingstone college always saying Oh no buddy, you want the number one beeper? You need to come on and take on some characteristics of the number one beeper. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you you, mm-hmm. you 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 say you want this, then you need to understand mm-hmm. that you need to have your butt on the road on the weekends doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to be available for it. and so you 24/7. know you, 24/7 it never stops mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and so I'm having to teach myself and this is where mm-hmm. the enjoyment and the benefit out of this crises, um, and the gift, a luxury of slowing down and walking every morning and walking mm-hmm. in the evening and, you know, man, I've done more grilling and eaten more salads mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. month than I have probably mm-hmm. in the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now mm-hmm. I'm in this this uh, this space, Tony, you know, I have to tell you this. And I, I told Jared Carter the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might. The the HBCU space might lose me to the next top model, brother. Um, you know, I've, been, I've been working out, <laughs> and uh, yeah, if,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: When we come up out of this thing, it's gonna be ugly, Tony. <laughs> Good, Good
1: for you. Yeah.
0: So I've Good I've um, yeah I got that mm-hmm. Noom app, and I've mm-hmm. never really I've never tried to lose weight or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But February nineteenth, I started mm-hmm. using it, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm down from two thirty-four down mm-hmm. to two twenty-three. So I've lost wow. eleven pounds. Yeah, wow. and it's crazy. Yeah. Like I didn't know I. But had that to was let. not your intention. No, I didn't. I just wanted me. to change my eating habits. Mm-hmm. That was it. I, I wanted mm-hmm. to be healthier. Mm-hmm. I wanted to lower my cholesterol. Um, But in doing Mm -hmm. so, I educated myself on, you know, food and what I'm taking Mm -hmm. into my body. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm from the hood. So we cereal Mm -hmm. in a mixing bowl. Um, Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) With lots of sugar. The sugar at the bottom, Tony. Absolutely. That's right. Yes. Sugar at the bottom. So now
0: (laughs) I'm eating a cup of cereal and finding it more than enough.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. and really
0: enjoying eating from, from the earth man the vegetables mm-hmm. and fruits mm-hmm. that I'm having the vegetable snacks mm-hmm. and stuff like that has really made a difference in my energy mm-hmm. and, and everything else so you've mm-hmm. been that way as long as I've known you you've had some yeah. Uh, yeah. cognizant yeah. Uh, Muscle yeah. in your body that made you eat yeah. in ways that I always envied. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So, if I, you know, if if I tell you I'm hanging it up, bros, because I done got me one <laughs> good contract. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh well we'll support you, you whether, in whatever space you occupy that's why i love you we will support brother that's why i and love know you. that you will dominate it that's why i you love you find it in, in modern ways so, so, yeah.
0: well uh <laughs> it has been a joy uh just sitting around having small talk and catching up you know we talk mm-hmm. often anyway but mm-hmm. on, on the podcast mm-hmm. it's been a minute since we've uh Had a chance to do this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. But you've Um, been having some wonderful guests. Oh man, uh, yeah. And you know who's you know who's on Mm -hmm. deck?
1: Mm -hmm. Michael Lomax. Wow. President of UNCF. Yeah, it's going to be a very powerful interview because she's she's very thoughtful. Yeah. So the two of you, I could just imagine just kind of the back and forth and and. yeah, I, I'll look
0: forward to that one. Yeah, so I've I'll had yeah, and it's been yeah. really good. And the series that we talked about, the um, mm-hmm. who's next? We had our mm-hmm. we had our mm-hmm. first guest today. Her name is Amelia. Um, Amelia, I can't think of Amelia's last name, but she's kind of like a home girl. Um, mm-hmm. Parnell, Doctor a- a- Amelia Parnell, uh-huh. and um, uh-huh. she was it was phenomenal, man. She set mm-hmm. the bar, and I'm so excited. But there's some really cool helpers and some mm-hmm. some folks who are not health fellows who have reached out. I got about 40 emails when we put out mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just sorting through all of them. And because we've mm-hmm. got a little bit of time on our hand, I guess I'll mm-hmm. get through all of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So pretty excited about that. But you and I um, always keep our ears to the ground, our eyes Mm -hmm. wide open, and we're Mm -hmm. constantly, um, you know, we find ourselves in this posture of wanting um, to make sure the record is reflected accurately, um, at Mm -hmm. least from our perspective. And so anytime there Mm -hmm. are, um, you know, anytime there's conjecture or there is conversation about, our schools and universities and colleges, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we take a critical lens to it and Mm -hmm. and are Mm -hmm. protective. Um, Mm -hmm. And so on the the 24th of March, Mm -hmm. um, there was an article published by three researchers um, and it was entitled COVID-19 closures could hit historically black colleges particularly hard. Um, and uh, Gasman, let's see Tolson and a gentleman mm-hmm. by the name Tolson of Howard University, Gassman of Rutgers, mm-hmm. and Price of
2: mm-hmm.
0: University of New Orleans. Um, Mm -hmm. published a piece in what is known as The Conversation. Now, The Conversation is a platform that was uh, created by I think probably 10 to 15 well-researched, well-resourced PWIs, um,
2: some Mm -hmm. public, some
0: private, uh, as Mm -hmm. a voice for faculty, uh, researchers and scholars to to have a Mm -hmm. conversation. And um, and then it was picked up by Yahoo and a couple other different places. Mm-hmm. And so when I read the article, I thought initially, like, yeah, no, um, just no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. thank, thank yeah. you, no.
2: Uh, yeah, I thought
0: absolutely. to myself, my
1: like, well.
2: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. why? Why mm-hmm. is it always? I mean, why should why should the conversation be about? Um, could hit, you know closures could hit historically black mm-hmm. colleges particularly
2: hard. Mm-hmm.
0: why mm-hmm. is it not a a look into higher education
2: um, mm-hmm. why do we
0: have to extrapolate what arguably is the most disenfranchised segment of higher education mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. only populace of higher education that was founded out of necessity why are mm-hmm. we talking about them you know that group Mm -hmm. of people that had to and is suing actively right now states because of the inequity in funding why are we talking about that Mm -hmm.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: why are we talking about that
1: well you know i think there are a couple things that come to mind uh, as as i'm always uh, sort of pondering the same questions um first of all it's sensational it's it's sensational i mean it's sensational to pit a a group of institutions that have historically been uh, at the margins of higher education but have done such incredible work uh, in terms of the outcomes. I mean, you know, demonstrated. I mean, you know, that is a part of the historical record, what HBCUs have been able to do in the century plus that that our institutions have been in existence. But yet they've always really sort of maintained um, this, this marginalized um, uh, identity within American higher education. And that's really sort of, uh, that continues but for a certain group of researchers and scholars, that continues to be the prevailing narrative. And it's it's sensational. So that title alone draws people in, uh, because you're absolutely right. This is an unprecedented global pandemic that has an impact on all institutions of higher learning, all of them. Mm-hmm. And so why would you select out HBCUs and come from this, this deficit model? It's always that perspective that, um, that gets people, uh, get, that gets a certain group of, of researchers excited and, uh, and have them uh, really sort of continuing and perpetuating a particular kind of narrative. And that, to me, I find exceedingly offensive.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, and always, it's a group, it's peers, that have minimal
2: experience
1: at our institutions. They have oftentimes never gone. Now, in this case, one of them uh, is currently at an HBCU. Uh, one of them is on the board of an HBCU. And I don't know what the third, I don't know what his no, section is. He may have even matriculated no, no, one. No, but uh, you see this? Yeah, but there's always this, uh, this, I know this sector better than the people that live this sector and uh, have lived and have been a part of this sector. And uh, and that's what I find uh, just offensive, because the story that they tell is incomplete and in significant ways inaccurate, but yet they have the platform and mm-hmm. they are the ones that that are creating the narrative. You know and uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. also what's interesting Tony is that mm-hmm. you know it it has always been fascinating to me how people outside the house can tell you what the cake smells like in the kitchen.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, that's right. Yeah, and, that's and look, I get
1: it. Announcing. You can mm-hmm.
0: you can research and you can mm-hmm. get um Data and you find trends and you research until you find Mm -hmm. that inverted Mm -hmm. um, pyramid and a funnel or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. And Mm -hmm. uh, you research until you keep coming up with the same thing. Get it? Mm -hmm. I do believe, though, that there is context that is not afforded to a researcher. And the Mm -hmm. practical application of uh, vocation yields some. Some some constructs that can't be uh, put into words, if you will, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and if 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 you're not an administrator going through this process right now,
2: mm-hmm. I don't
0: know how you're able to really provide credible context. Um, Absolutely, to, it's it's really Absolutely. difficult. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the question about mm-hmm. how w- is the outbreak um, affecting HBCUs was really interesting because mm-hmm. w- the researcher went immediately to what was thought to be a flaw of ours. And mm-hmm. yes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we were certainly deficient in that area. But mm-hmm. my colleagues of the 37, who mm-hmm. this particular group constantly talked about because mm-hmm. I guess they, you know, some of our schools, including mine at Wiley, um, are uh, going through a sax process, um, mm-hmm. and so they mentioned that to buttress their mm-hmm. arguments mm-hmm. about schools mm-hmm. that are vulnerable. Hell, Prairie View A and M just got off SACS. University mm-hmm. of North Carolina mm-hmm. just got off SACS. Mm-hmm. Um, we can we can go on and on about Absolutely. institutions that have been on SACS, but mm-hmm. one talked about the researcher um, talked about IT,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how yeah. uh, many of the smaller HBCUs have um, have had challenges man- managing the cost of online classes. Mm-hmm. What data did you extrapolate right. that information from? Where did where, right. you get that from?
1: That's right. Um, and in fact, made a statement that, uh, if I can recall, that uh, with talked about the lack of uh, of IT talent yes. on our campus. IT specialists. I, that was that, that was that is so so patently untrue and inaccurate and offensive. You, it, 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 it insults the talent that you and I know mm-hmm. exists on our campus and the talent that we see every June and every December mm-hmm. when we pull together groups of individuals that come to the HELF Leadership Institute twice a year. We see room full of young, vibrant, credentialed exceedingly intelligent and talented individuals in all phases of institutional life at, at HBQs. Got to give you and an so ovation for, for that just, one. Got to give you an you ovation know, for that point, my brother. I mean, and for somebody to say who's not at an H C U, by the way, who's never talked at one, to make that broad-brush statement is what I just found offensive. And uh, when I, once I get stuck someplace, I'm just unable to see anything else. Yeah. Anything else redeeming? No. So we, for me, nothing else redeeming came. <laughs> I mean, that's so I No. It's no. L- I, I listen. Know, narrow, listen. But,
0: Oftentimes, that
1: might be a precursor
0: for what what what's to come. And yeah. if you kept, I, I mean, I think you can you can say that the posture was the same throughout. Here's the other thing: Do we have forty people on our IT staff? No. Um, no. But the folk who are there are able to make things move. What 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 this this pandemic did for us was, um, and I said this earlier today, the boogeyman is no longer a boogeyman. No Mm -hmm. one's scared of the boogeyman
2: anymore. Mm -hmm. And that boogeyman
0: was technology, Mm
2: -hmm. our
0: our our faculty and professors just like hell, when I was in law school in 2004. Uh, and I went to the University of Florida, a top 25 law mm-hmm. school. Um, mm-hmm. The professor there did not want to use the damn computer. And they mm-hmm. were white, all
2: white. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So,
0: That's so, right. so what we did. And what we are faced with, just because you have billion dollar um, or million dollar computer programs doesn't mean that everybody there is using the technology. I'll tell Absolutely. you, well, I'm not going to even put the school that I'm at on on blast right now. But uh, but my point is, is that all schools have challenges with faculty members mm-hmm. who want to, you know, mm-hmm. who should be using the technology, mm-hmm. what COVID-19 did was mm-hmm. force every person on our campus mm-hmm. to use technology.
1: Absolutely. You know and ours who, as well. You absolutely. know you know who
0: taught them how to use that technology? Mm-hmm. Our Who's IT at, staff. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. absolutely.
0: <laughs> the few people in our that's IT right. staff. Say that right? right talented smart talented, people. smart individuals. so if i am at a distressed asset and i want to uplift asset more than distress um if wiley can make that leap i know every other of the 37 every one of the other 37 made that leap as well
2: Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely did we have laptops sitting around no but we had committed Mm -hmm. trustees and alums who sent us floods of cash to buy That's laptops right. and to That's buy right. Wi-Fi cards. See, this mm-hmm. is what you don't get as a researcher. This is what you don't know, mm-hmm. this is what you don't know. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, what and you to, don't know. this is what That's you right. don't know. And That's if you're right. not in that pandemic response room, Right? There are faculty mm-hmm. members on my campus that have no idea how much money came into the institution because people mm-hmm. knew we had to get our babies home. Mm-hmm.
2: This again is,
0: is what's different and why HBCUs are special. Mm-hmm. It is that That's special right. sauce. I'm not at That's Harvard. Right. I don't have the billion dollar That's endowment. Right. And I didn't tell you to go home in one day.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: What I did that's with right. no money, but a lot of vision and a lot of faith, mm-hmm. was say, "We're going home, and I'm going to give you a week mm-hmm. to get home, and I'm going to help mm-hmm. every last one of you get home."
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going to get the Absolutely. money from, but we're going to make mm-hmm. it happen. And you made it happen. We made it. And happen. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. And that's what we do. Yeah. And you, and unless you are doing it and living it and breathing it, you can't talk about it defensively. And no matter how much you think you know in terms of your research skills, in, term, in terms of your inquiry skills, in terms of your investigative skills, in terms of your writing skills, no matter how much you – how skilled you are there, unless you are at these institutions and build these institutions, none of it matters. Hmm. You are always going to – there's always going to be a perceptual space that you cannot access because you're just not there. You just – it just – it'll never happen. I always use the analogy of no matter how much I might want to be a feminist and no matter how much I might write about feminism and no matter how much I might speak to women uh, intimately about what it means to be female in a male-dominated society, no matter how much I might align with all of what feminism is about and write about it and write credibly about it and be celebrated for my writing there will always be a perceptual space that I will never be able to access and that limits my credibility.
0: It just just does. A glowing damn blind spot. You will have a blind spot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And And, and the only way that I can be credible is to acknowledge that, to say that. You start there. That's where I began. As opposed to presenting myself as, that that the the spokesperson. It's just it's just it's just unacceptable. It's just
0: unacceptable. I I I think so. Um, you know there yeah. there are just just challenges, and I think there's a rush, almost like the media, um, generally, um, to break news. I think there's this rush to be the person to say what impact everything is going to have on us I will 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 remind you that I think that very same researcher predicted that Wilberforce wouldn't make it and that very same researcher Mm -hmm. predicted that Cheney or Lincoln should Mm -hmm. be a specialty school
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) right Mm -hmm. Uh, but Yeah, yeah. yeah but where are they now uh, and yeah, I can't remember absolutely. exactly which one of them, but she said that one of them didn't think mm-hmm. that they were gonna make it, they should be um, a a I think a, a special a scholarship type school. I, I forget mm-hmm. exactly what it was, but it was mm-hmm. not. She didn't say that they should be anything remotely close to what the mission of the founders mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what the students and alums have come that mm-hmm. come to understand Absolutely. that place to be and knew what it was. That's right. Yes.
1: And that, my friend, is just what I say in terms of her inability to know something. To know something that if you are not a part of this experience, you cannot access that. And That's by right. that I mean, for I just, I just, I, you just don't know it. You can't know it. On paper, on paper, with a particular perspective, she may have seen something that she couldn't – she could not imagine anything different. She could not imagine anything different. Mm-hmm. And I made this case to my, my, my leadership team just the other day. We know – this is just part of our uh, – this, 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 this example is just a part of our cultural uh, narrative. A single mother, maybe uneducated, maybe a fifth grade, eighth grade education, six, seven, eight children, mm-hmm. she, all two jobs perhaps, three jobs perhaps, every one of those children went to college, graduated from college, and may in fact themselves be professionals, physicians, teachers, lawyers on paper that could not be understood you can't understand you can't Mm -hmm. understand that
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you can't understand it but we know that as a reality and in just a part of the cultural our cultural narrative how many of those stories we know and if you don't know it you cannot know it and Mm -hmm. that's my point Mm -hmm. that's my point you
0: just actually yeah you just described my mother and my brothers and sisters you, and I, See, you know, yeah, my mm-hmm. mom, six of us by the age of 26 by herself with mm-hmm. a seventh grade education.
1: Now mm-hmm. all of us have
0: and, college degrees.
1: And how did she do that? Um, how did she think that on paper, on paper, the prediction would be, oh no, that you, can't, you can't do that.
2: Death there and despair.
1: Not, what? What has happened? Mm-hmm. The reality would not have been predicted by people who don't know. That, they don't know. That's right. It's hard. It's hard. It goes
0: back to what you said about no matter how much you want to agree with, champion, be a sponsor, be an advocate for feminism. There's some. There's just some stuff that you 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 won't be able to identify we'll with,
1: or know. understand, or, or know. And, that's right. Yeah. And and my credibility for me rests in my acknowledging that up front. Well that, as opposed to standing in the space and dominating the space dominating the space. And not and recognizing not, where you and fall that's short. That's right. That's yeah. that is the that's the issue. And not that you're in the space, but you dominate the space and you refuse to recognize your limitations.
0: I think that acknowledgement of your limitations Mm -hmm. gives you more Mm -hmm. credibility.
1: Absolutely. The
0: absence of that acknowledgement can absolutely erode um, with a quickness um, your credibility when it found out that you – that's right you have a blind spot and That's, you yeah. you you lack uh the mental right. requisite to to talk That's about right. that
1: and it's a bit condescending too because it suggests that this space is so um is, is so shallow that I can jump in and dominate it um because I can know all about it I can know all about it everything about it and dominate it and I have and give no apology and speak and 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 give no credit to anybody else. I own the space. That's a bit condescending. Yeah. That's a bit condescending about the space. It <laughs> shows how to do it too. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You know what's funny is that, you know, there was another question that said, What if anything should the federal government do to help HBCUs now? And mm-hmm. in listening to their responses, the gentleman down in um New Orleans said that the package should include at least uh, giving $1,000 for every student enrolled at the HBCU per academic year. Um, Mm -hmm. This is why administrators need to do ask and faculty members need to research, right? Because Mm -hmm. I'm not asking for the inclusion of $1,000 per student. Even if I had 8,000 students, I'm not asking for $1,000. I'm asking for millions, millions on top of millions. Uh, um, So I think, I think what this, while this may seem simple um, Mm -hmm. to the average person, what Mm -hmm. it does Mm -hmm. is lack foresight. And Mm -hmm. you cannot be an administrator without good foresight, prudent foresight, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, Aristotle said that it is needed. God talks about uh, prudence and the ability to have foresight, um, folk call mm-hmm. it, talk, talk, you know, uh, several mm-hmm. different things. But at the end of the day, we know that 800,000, if I had 8,000 students, $800,000 is nothing to me if I have an mm-hmm. FTE
1: of 8,000. Absolutely,
0: Right? And so mm-hmm. while no one would look a, a gift horse in, in the mouth or the eyes mm-hmm. and stare the other way, none of us would do that. But Mm -hmm. this shows you the difference. That Mm -hmm. simple Mm -hmm. conversation or example shows you the difference in understanding what it really takes um, to run an an, an institution. Uh, In -hmm. times of crises, what we know as administrators is that you throw the absolute kitchen sink, the bathroom, the garage, the (laughs) front room, the parlor, (laughs) and everything else to your administrators. You start by calling UNCF. Then you move on to your state legislators. Uh Then you move to your federal legislators. Uh Then you move to your lobbyist, right? Uh And and there is a full frontal uh, assault on an absurd number that Uh you know if you got a fraction of it, you would be happy with, right? Uh
1: These things Uh
0: don't come along all the
1: time. That's right.
0: But when that door opens, you run towards it and Mm -hmm. you try to knock the door off the hinges. Asking for a thousand dollars for each student is merely walking Mm -hmm. up to the door and ringing the
1: doorbell. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Ain't nobody here right now. (laughs) That's right. And going. That's right. And our kids and our institutions need much more forcefulness. You know, Need much more. Mm-hmm. I, I also found and took
0: exception to, you know, this notion that the question if HBCUs can rely on private philanthropy during this emergency. And mm-hmm. all of them said no. And so I'm saying mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. not. Well, let's define philanthropy.
1: Mm-hmm. Is
0: it philanthropy or is it not philanthropy that you raise one hundred thousand dollars from your alums? in a 10 day period mm-hmm. um, to get students home. Is that philanthropy mm-hmm. or is that That's not? philanthropy? That's right. Right. That's so philanthropy. I think we, we get confused scale. Mm-hmm. We, we, we right. confuse scale. Harvard started mm-hmm. 100 years before everybody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Those kings and queens colleges, which they were called initially, they were not called mm-hmm. Ivies, they were kings mm-hmm. and queens colleges initially had a hundred year head start.
1: Absolutely.
0: Then we talk about those for another hundred years who were funded by the federal government or their states.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And it wasn't until 140, 150 years ago that the privates came along and the public started coming on in the early 19th century. Mm -hmm. So 20th century. Mm -hmm. When you scale that and you put it in the context and you think about the the tens of thousands of folks that had graduated and went into and oh by the way must we include the fact that those schools were the people who controlled the revenue back in the days? So yeah, they absolutely. Built money, sat on That's money, right. and the mm-hmm. money was so old and stagnant that it was called old money, right? Mm-hmm. So much of it, so their generational I think context this might sound pompous um, and sarcastic but it is not it is context right and so when we talk Mm -hmm. about scale are are we getting a million dollars from this
2: Mm, Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know some of us may or may not Um, Mm -hmm. but did we get money from our alums and our board of trustees to to get our students home Mm
1: -hmm. hell yeah we did and, and that's right. So is that philanthropy
0: and, or is that not philanthropy?
1: That's not philanthropy as they define it. Or, and again, they don't know. They don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I would have far more respect uh, if you would simply lead with that with that explanation or with that acknowledgement. There are things that I don't know. There are things that I don't know. There are things about this space that I will never know. However, as a result of the research that I've done, as a result of my commitment and love for this space, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. let me tell you what I do know. Let me also say that there are a group of people who work at these spaces, work in these spaces, that I think it would be good to acknowledge and to check in on them as well. That would give us a much broader view my view coming from my perspective, albeit limited and that of those who are in these spaces would give a much 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 richer, broader and deeper understanding of these of these spaces. Mm-hmm. I would have much more respect for that kind of approach as as opposed to an approach that suggests I dominate I know I am the voice because of my years of research because of how I've been able to access, uh, donors uh, that support this research because I'm the one that the um, that the press will come to for quotes and for an explanation of this space and mm-hmm. so therefore you know I have no there's no acknowledgement that anybody else knows this space other than me that kind of arrogance I just think it's, it's just completely unacceptable
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I just it's, it's just for me it is just unacceptable and particularly when uh the assessment of the space is so myopic and so limited and oftentimes just plain inaccurate
0: well you know That's that, the issue that, that 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 is and and i think there's also you know for me the question is and and this is what we talk about around the table when we're making decisions that impact college do you want to be first or do you want to be right right exactly. and and you can be Thank first you. If you have mm-hmm. all the information, right? That's right, and you make a decision to be first, but in this instance, clearly they had to have known that in the package there was a billion dollars being <laughs> being <laughs> allocated to HBCUs, mm-hmm. uh, TCU's, tribal colleges mm-hmm. and universities, and MSIs. Mm-hmm. Clearly. I mean, cause I mm-hmm. knew it, um, mm-hmm. my students on the SGA and my, my conscious group of students knew it. <laughs> they um, knew you. You, you had to have known that, you know, these colleges say what you will about them. Do some of them have challenges? Yes. Uh, but mm-hmm. they're no different than the PWIs, which by the way, mm-hmm. this was on the 24th, on the 27th of March, a white college closed. Does anybody know mm. the name of that? It's called mm. McMurray College up mm. in Illinois. Is anybody talking mm. about that? Did that no. make head, headlines no. or, or news? No, That's no right. not at all, right? So yeah, we, these colleges have challenges, but the fact that there is language in here that speaks specifically to um the support of these colleges would suggest to me that america understands all too well how important mm-hmm. and how vital these institutions are and, I'm, and I'm happy about that i'm proud yeah. that yes. america and the legislators mm-hmm. understand that i i really absolutely. am i really absolutely am. but mm-hmm. the reason i say that is because these researchers had to have known and should have mentioned Mm -hmm. in this conversation that, yeah, there's, there's, there, there, there will be challenges just as other institutions will have challenges. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we take exception. I mean, let's, let's be, be honest here, Tony, Mm -hmm. We, we, Mm -hmm. we take exception because we love these institutions we have mm-hmm. attended these institutions Absolutely. Um, as students. We have worked in these students Absolutely. as practitioners and scholars mm-hmm. and researchers. And now we run these institutions. Absolutely. So are we sensitive? Hell yeah, we
1: are. Absolutely Is we are. it
0: blind loyalty? Yeah. Hell no, it yeah. ain't. Right. No. We, we yeah. are confident in many ways because we know that we make brickwood straw. And Mm -hmm. that we can continue to operate like this if Mm -hmm. it is necessary. None of us want to, but the reality Mm -hmm. is, is that we make just enough to do what we need to do every year. Mm
2: -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it
0: would be wonderful if all of Mm -hmm. our alums had an epiphany and woke up one day and said, you know what? We should be supporting it in a different space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But when when people make um, comments that are based and rooted in uh, my favorite two words, lazy research, um, mm-hmm. it annoys me
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and particularly when it would has, has an impact on the, on on the on the broader conversation. yeah. Is because of the space that you know, because of the space that they've been given, that these in, that these researchers have been given by uh, you know sort of the broader media, uh, by funder, funders funders, um, research organizations, and oftentimes because they themselves are at uh, better resourced uh, institutions mm-hmm. where they sit and uh, and pass judgment, uh, they would say that they don't, uh, but, but uh, in many ways they do uh, the, these assessments. Um, of our institutions that are just inaccurate. If 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 we could just get past the inaccuracies and the acknowledgement that you are limited in terms of your understanding, um, then I'd be okay. But there's this really arrogant holding on to the broad rightness of what I'm saying about these institutions, and you say it with such authority, and you're wrong. You're just wrong. You were just wrong. <laughs> now, of course, we take some responsibility, as we've talked over the years. We take some responsibility because we are, we're doing better now, but uh, we, don't write a, we don't write our stories. We don't narrate our, our, uh, our experiences at these institutions. I mean, HELF has done, has done a great job. Health has done a great job in terms of doing this, you know, the podcast. So this is a forum for doing that. So we have our blog and we're, we're writing more, but we have to, and that, and so that's the challenge for this sort of next, year, for for us, for those who are in leadership positions and who are at HBCUs. but it's also the challenge for the next, the next wave of leaders. We have to be in the public space writing and telling our stories because if we don't, others will, and they then take, um, they then become the uh, the ones that, that that are telling the story and and oftentimes as we've noted throughout this conversation they just don't have the perspective and the experience and the anchoring to tell the story accurately so we have to tell the story yeah
0: that is, so we, that and, is and, i'm yeah. I'm glad you said that because it is not when we talk about narrative and mm-hmm. why people are able to come into our space and and take Um, take ownership of it and, Mm -hmm. and be professed as the only, uh, expert. Um, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: If you're not writing and you and I have been in the same space where I've said this to people like, shut up. If you're, if Mm -hmm. you're not writing,
2: (laughs) like (laughs) shut it up, if you're not
0: doing anything to reimagine. The narrative, right. shut it up, yeah, shut up. Yeah. That's true, just shut
1: up. Um, yep.
0: and until then, what we know will be for certain is that, mm-hmm. um, anyone other than inside the space will be the experts. And in That's a lot right. of ways, so here's what we know, mm-hmm. Tony we don't have the luxury of living in this perpetual state of innovation mm-hmm. and research.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: because we're running institutions that's right right that's right and but if we could like right now i i've mm-hmm. i've wrote more uh op-eds in the last two weeks than i have in probably mm-hmm. a year uh, because mm. i have time now right mm-hmm. unfortunately um mm-hmm. But, but, but the point that you made, and I just wanna mm-hmm. underscore is that it is upon us, or it, mm-hmm. it is up to us, um, mm-hmm. it is necessary for us to do the work. And that's right. um, I feel comfortable saying what I have to say because I'm doing the work.
1: Um, yeah, and
0: that's absolutely. not a, a braggadocious uh, mm-hmm. vantage point. It is like, okay, as we, we saw the void, Mm-hmm. We ran to the void, mm-hmm. and we are filling the void. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Doing the work. We're doing, doing the work. We're yeah. um, doing the work. We we initially thought we saw this article and thought, well, we would just we'll just three person write an <laughs> article mm-hmm. in response to it, mm-hmm. and then I think we thought better. Yeah.
2: No, mm-hmm. that doesn't, uh, yeah. it
0: doesn't require a response. We'll talk about it, That's but right. That's um, right. to put pen to paper, probably mm-hmm. can do something else on that. Absolutely. <laughs> Use that yeah, for something absolutely. else. Let, let mm-hmm. me ask you this, Tony.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. When we,
0: when we talk about, um, you know, this, this health movement, the higher education mm-hmm. leadership foundation, the movement,
2: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Verna Orr, um, young lady who is phenomenal, who is always advocating for us, has prodded us in several different ways. The latest mm-hmm. is getting us to commemorate our five-year, uh, which was March 14th, our five-year anniversary, um, mm-hmm. to commemorate that by reflecting on what has happened over these five years. Um, mm-hmm. I, we won't get into some of those questions, but what I will ask you is, um, do you feel as though we are um, doing um, the work that is necessary for us to really understand that we are more than enough for ourselves?
1: I think we are. I think we're just at the beginning of the work, even though we've been in, we've doing, we've been doing this for five years, at the same time that we have been, in your case, you've been running institutions. uh, You know, I've come late to this presidency, uh, but during this five years we've been doing this work and also doing the work of uh, of, of running institutions and being very much involved in leadership at institutions. So I think that we're in the beginning of the work. Um, What I have always been uh, really emboldened by uh, has been the uh, the people that we have met along the way, the young people, uh, again, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, every June and every December, when we gather uh, these young people who are, most often than not are, are at HBCUs, and even if they aren't, they have an interest and a love for, this for HBCUs, and just the incredible talent that is resident in uh, these uh, these groups is just phenomenal and i get a bump from it man every i, time. I, I Absolutely. get a bump from it tony it, Absolutely. It, 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 i Absolutely. i think i spend
0: more time enamored with mm-hmm. each cohort how we're able to find mm-hmm. brilliant mm-hmm. folk mm-hmm. who are committed mm-hmm. to this space even if they're not working mm-hmm. Currently in the space, that's right. Who are They're committed, committed to the space? Absolutely. I, I, It takes me damn near half of the institute yeah. to get off the high. That's of, right. Of knowing Absolutely. that and and here's the other thing, Tony. We mm-hmm. can't even
1: service all of the, the interest. All of the interest. All of the you know, all the people that are interested. Yeah. And this happens. And this has happened for the last five years. And it's twice a year. And and so that is to me the most exciting uh, and the most encouraging and the most hopeful uh, part of this work that uh, there are there, there is a cadre of people young people um, uh, who are at the beginning of their careers middle of their careers who are well credentialed they've gotten all of their degrees they are writers they're researchers uh, they are just they're just talented individuals, and they all have a commitment to the HBCU space. Yeah. And so when I hear these uh, diagnoses of, of, of the space dying and institutions dying boom, out, and, and that sort of doom, I, I, where I, I don't see, I see these young people uh, who have expressed an interest in, in these spaces. And I'm thinking there's a disconnect. There's, there's a dis- dissonance there but I don't quite understand. And so I think that what we've been able to do is to really rally that and put some rigor and discipline around pulling people together and giving them a set of experiences that then um, allows them to move into these spaces in a very sort of um, informed and prepared way. And I'm excited about that. And and that's, that just being involved in HELF for that reason is just very exciting, just to be a part of, of that perpetual preparation of the next generation of mm-hmm. leaders mm-hmm. Uh, for, for, um, for the space. I think that's just really very exciting. So I think we're on to something. I, mean, you know, I think that uh, at five years in, and I do think that Dr. Orr has a, a good point, it's time to celebrate. It's yes. time for us to celebrate. Uh, the accomplishments. It's time to, uh, to do a bit of introspection, navel-gazing in terms of uh, who we are now um, five years in and where we want to be in the next five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that uh, these are just very exciting times, um, challenging times uh, for HBCUs, without a doubt, but exciting times as well. And to your point, the fact that the federal government, um, by a, by passing legislation that gives this space a billion plus dollars, is uh, encouraging as well, mm-hmm. and uh, and what we'll be able to do with those resources moving forward. So I think this is um, an inflection point for the space, um, brought on by this this virus, perhaps, but uh, an inflection point nevertheless that allows us to really take advantage uh, moving forward. And that kind of hopefulness and that sort of um, recognition that we have the, the cognitive wherewithal, the thoughtfulness, with the strategic thinking, planning, and action to do that, I didn't, I didn't feel that hopefulness in the piece that we're discussing. No, no. no I, I didn't, I didn't it was that, void you know, of it. It was Absolutely. void of it Absolutely. and,
0: and, in, and a, yeah. in a lot of ways yeah. it it captures what I believe to be, you know, research based on faulty premises
1: um, mm-hmm.
0: or, or lack thereof. Like I know now, mm-hmm. and maybe for the last 10 years, I have been dogmatic about um, people wanting to interview me um, to mm-hmm. be a part of their dissertations. I always ask, who, who, who's your dissertation chair? Who are you writing for?
2: Like I mm-hmm. I've
0: literally, and this is the first time I've ever said, it, I've de- declined because I thought that there were people being taken advantage of. Like I'm not gonna be a part mm-hmm. of your research for you to collect, mm-hmm. for somebody to make money off of you and of, mm-hmm. off of this space. Not, I'm not mm-hmm. doing it
1: right? Mm-hmm. And,
0: and it makes me wonder, we by nature are schizophrenic when people want to collect data on our institutions, even on a mm-hmm. good day. So where are you getting mm-hmm. this information from?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what the data That's that you moving.
0: collect, what, where are you getting it from? Cause I remember That's watching, right. you know, my predecessors <laughs> yeah. and, and some mm-hmm. of them, I mean, folks have been skittish about sharing data. Um, since day mm-hmm. one so yeah if you take iPads data yeah those are numbers that don't show you you know there's much more context to uh, just mm-hmm. numbers right yeah you can pull you mm-hmm. can extrapolate graduation rates and first time mm-hmm. you know freshmen and
2: mm-hmm.
0: retention and and Pell eligible and all this crazy yeah you can you can pull that stuff out um, but time and time again these colleges and universities are ringing the bell. Mm-hmm. First, they're answering that mug, and then mm-hmm. ringing it in response to mm-hmm. the call. Um, mm-hmm. So, I I think um, I think for me, Tony, this is mm-hmm. um, this work has just been amazing, and I I do believe that you are precisely right in that we we have begun to do the work. I don't even mm-hmm. think we've scratched the surface. Absolutely, um, But Absolutely. I, I have to be conscious of the fact that we're building something that's really special on a part time basis yeah yeah. <laughs> like we, yeah we're running yeah. institutions that we're, do it you know absolutely. we have families we have and, jobs. yeah right. and and yeah. you know and lives yeah. and and that's our right. own extracurricular activities and hobbies mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we enjoy mm-hmm. and we still have managed to find time to serve other people
1: mm-hmm. well you know that's passion and that's commitment that's 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 what that is and uh and they say when you have something that you're passionate about and uh, that, that it it has meaning for you, deep meaning, it's not work. You're fortunate. It's it's just it's it's not work. And I think that this really sort of speaks to, to that for us. It's been a fun
0: um, ride, man. It's mm, been a it has fun been. ride That's that right. that mm-hmm. I know we are just just on top of it. This in the beginning. How That's did, right. I don't even know how this podcast came about. Do you remember what when or how? Well, that's a
1: good question. I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't even remember. Bomb.
0: You know, because boy yeah. wonder, um, who yeah. we call Greg. Um, Greg, yeah. He he was. I I remember asking him like, what is it? What kind of equipment do you need for a podcast? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and I now think, looking, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: And I think where were we at? Houston Tilston? yeah um absolutely. yeah we were at houston Tillson. Our, first one. Um, That's right. our first one our very first one mm-hmm. and we we purchased the podcast equipment maybe mm. two weeks before that
2: mm. maybe two weeks wow. before that yeah. um
0: but it, i i remember us having a conversation about um we don't have the time to write the way we want to mm. and be mm-hmm. prolific What's the Mm -hmm. next best thing to do?
1: Podcast, and that—that's right, and and that was it. That's right, here we are, and it uses the modern technology as a way to get out to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They're fun, and uh, it's just—it's just a wonderful vehicle, I think. um, They are, they are, yeah, and
0: and instead Mm of, um, you know. being quiet and silent, I think. Look, we have mm-hmm. to be honest about the work in this space, absolutely. and and it's one thing for researchers to take a critical look, but mm-hmm. if it's void of honesty and and mm-hmm. context, at least for me, I'm going to say something about it. Um, yeah, and absolutely. and we can be honest about the challenges that we have. That doesn't diminish. Mm-hmm. Our institutions, uh, it doesn't fall at the foot of the person who is, um, you know, managing the the stressors. The one thing that I have, and I think I was sharing, I was sharing this with Jared Carter, that Mm -hmm. regardless of how well any HBCU president did or did not Mm -hmm. do in their administration,
1: I have Mm -hmm. respect
0: for them. I have respect for every person who has been a president and/or chancellor of a historically black college and university. Absolutely, absolutely. This shit is some tricky
1: shit. That's right. You say that all the time. (laughs) I think about that all the time as well. (laughs) It is. (laughs) You are absolutely right. It is a hard job. These are not. These are hard jobs. jobs. These um, are hard. Job.
0: Yeah, and so exactly. none of us are asking for a cookie or you know for pity. Um, mm-hmm. It's just what it is. It it, it's, it's it, just, a hard it is job what it do. is. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's a hard job. You acknowledge that, and you keep keep on working, but uh, but you have to acknowledge that these are hard jobs. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, so, and, in some ways, thankless jobs. I mean, sometimes absolutely. Like, I don't mean absolutely. Yeah, But sometimes it can be. Uh, you have various constituent groups. Uh, that you have to attend to. And some of them are not this kind. Well, you know, Tony, but that's that's why it's
0: important that you sit and listen and you let God lead you to this work. That's right. Because it is not about getting accolades or acknowledgement from anybody because it's not going to happen as much as you think it is. Um, All you vice presidents having fun and people out in the space and people you're Mm -hmm. enjoying uh, celebration is being liked by all um, there will be a modicum of that type of enjoyment mm-hmm. when you find mm-hmm. yourself wearing a number one beeper and it is what mm-hmm. it is it's not bad it you just right. need to yeah. understand it um, That's right. but you know this podcast for us um, since inception was really you know to bring this full circle it's about mm-hmm. this as well, having member presidents give you a look behind the, per- the curtain to Absolutely. talk about, you know, That's what right. this really looks like and to have people That's who right. are sending to the space or who are mm-hmm. aspirational. Um, That's right. But to also talk That's about right. leadership in particular fields of vocation, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I believe you believe Melville believes Greg believes that. um Institutions that are thriving have strong leadership Mm -hmm. and those who who fall by the wayside may have leadership that does not exercise Mm -hmm. prudent, reasonable judgment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it it, it boils down to that. Um, It boils down to that. And so Mm -hmm. this, this podcast and the institutes and everything else we do, um, it's just a joy and a delight, and
1: it I is. think Tony, it is
0: just the beginning.
1: Yep, yep. Just, I agree. We're just at the beginning of this work, and uh, and that's what's most exciting. And we have so many uh, young people uh, with new ideas and new perspectives, just waiting to sort of be a part of it and take it to the next level. Yeah. And that's exciting as well. Yep.
0: You know, mm-hmm. it has been um and always is fun, fun, fun when we get together, my brother.
1: Well, you know, I appreciate the invitation to, to chat tonight, giving me an opportunity to share some of my ideas. To you ball. ain't
0: got nothing else to do, <laughs> goddammit.
1: Absolutely. You, ain't doing you, nothing are else. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely right. Nothing else to do. You know, it it
0: was it's funny. Um uh, there are some <laughs> people who still you I don't know if You all who are out there listening, and if you, Tony, have ever been around people who are just busy all the time, busy doing nothing. And uh, this one particular brother who is, you know, he he desires to be a president. Um, Mm -hmm. But every time we talk, and I, you know, (laughs) I I don't know if I'm his mentor or or not, but, you know, just Uh for the check in, it is all, it's exhaustive. Um, talking to him because it's like, yeah, I got this going on, and I'm doing this, and yeah. I'm doing that, and I'm, not, I'm like, man, sit your ass down somewhere and stop lying. Like it is, you know, it,
2: it's, yeah. it's, it's just not yeah. that
0: serious, number one, yeah. and yeah. and it's just not that much stuff going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not. At but all you
1: know, bad. we said earlier part of the uh, of other of, of the podcast. Now is the time to be quiet and to recharge. Yes. You know, this is a good time to recharge because there's work, there's going to be work ahead as we come out of this um, experience. There's going to be work ahead. So now is the time for us to recharge as well, (laughs) to be quiet and recharge. To use this time as
0: best we can.
1: Absolutely.
0: Busy for no reason.
1: Um,
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but at the end of the day, yeah. um, I'm glad that you had time and made time out of your busy schedule yeah. Uh, yeah. to podcast, Absolutely. my brother. Um, Absolutely. I want yeah. you, Tony, to be safe, make sure that when you go up to that building uh, on Bickett Road that you're the only person yeah. in that building. Yeah. And uh, yeah. You, you continue your... Uh, funny and fickle ways of not touching anything. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate if you that. ever spent I any time with Alfred Elf- Elf- Anthony Picard, you know that touching doors is not one of his things. Um <laughs> Period, even before Corona. So <laughs> I was doing right, exactly. Way ahead of it, way ahead of it. So, um, used to get on my damn nerve too. Like I ain't opening the door for your ass, <laughs> but I had to. Yeah. <laughs> um, take care of yourself, man, and um, you as well, my. Brother. We should be flying with a full deck here with Melva. Hopefully, someday here, really soon. Um okay. Melva is All doing right. some, some hard work. She is running mm-hmm. um doing uh split duties, man. She's at mm-hmm. Southern New Orleans and Southern Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Um oh, wow. managing yeah. the um student affairs and enrollment piece for both of those yeah. institutions in the southern yeah. system. So we're holding it story. up for you, my sister. We're holding yeah, it down for
1: absolutely, your um, absolutely,
0: absolutely. And and Greg D's has a birthday. It was so funny today. He said he was celebrating his birthday. I started to send him a note and say, "I hope you stay in your ass in the house." Talking about <laughs> celebrating a birthday. Where are you going? Was That's it today? What, it was today. Yeah, I think it's today. I think it's today. Happy, birthday, it's, yeah, happy, Greg birthday, Dees. happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Complex absolutely. ideas. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's really funny. He um, did that. That dude is, um, he's he's everything, man. I'm so grateful yeah, to watch absolutely. him flourish. Yeah, um, absolutely. So absolutely. Tony, um, uh, any parting shots, man? Anything you want to no, say before we uh, get up off this
1: piece? Let just let us all continue to do the work and let's continue to be honest as we do the work. Just honest about what our limitations are, what we bring to this space um and uh what we learned from this space as well as what we offer the space uh, if we can just be um just continue to do the work focus discipline with rigor and honesty that's that's all we ask yeah
0: well there you have it listeners we uh essentially just sat and talked um about whatever it was that we wanted to talk about yeah <laughs> i hope you enjoyed this little time that uh, between two friends um two Absolutely. brothers in the struggle who are Absolutely. serving and uh doing it uh, with good cheer um this yeah. has been a uh, podcast between alfred anthony pinkard president of wilberforce university and myself herman Belton, president of Wiley College, but most importantly, members of the Higher Education Leadership Foundation. We wish you um, Godspeed, um, good health, uh, and to uh, most importantly, take care of yourself and, and do what Tony has said, really take the time to slow down uh, That's right. and be present. And be kind to yourself and be kind to one another. So There you have it. Absolutely. Peace and blessings. Thank you, my brother.
1: Take care, Tony. You be well. All All right. right. Good night.